It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. It is Priority Talk. Happy Monday to you, everybody. Welcome into today's program. And it's the first of five that we'll do this week, right? Monday through Friday. So you're in for number one. So if, you've, uh, if you're starting with us now, you have to listen all week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're here 5 until 7 p.m. WXJC Radio, 101.1 FM, across uh, all across the northern half of Alabama. And uh, any of you folks up in southern Tennessee, welcome in as well. Glad to have you along with us here today. I'm in studio, Greg Davis. Nate Williams here with me as well today. Nate, got to speak. Uh, there you I'm, go. <laughs> hey, there, there we are. It's, it's been a good day. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we do that. We get used to just kind of like, hey, here I am. Uh, yeah. head, thumbs up, head nod, and all that. But, uh, hey, good to have you with us because you and I haven't been here together in a while. It's It's been a moment. I was uh, here without you. You were here without me. I was back without you. But now we're both here today. Ship's passing. So uh, good to connect and uh, be here at the same time. Uh, I was up in your neck of the woods this weekend up in Coleman County, but not with you. Yeah. But I was up near you. What did you say? I was two minutes from About your house. About two minutes from my house, yeah. yeah up in uh, Coleman. So enjoyed my time up there with uh, visiting one of our local churches Sunday morning. And uh, that was a great time. And uh, we uh, enjoyed that very much. Always enjoy when I can go to Coleman. And, uh, and Nate, do you realize you're just right in the shadow of the 101.1 tower? You know that, don't you? I, I, I look at it every day. Do you really? It is right there. You can see it. I can see it. Like from your home or when you're driving? Uh, from my home, driving, really? everything. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you on that side of the highway? Not the interstate, but of the high, the highway? Yes, yes, I you're am. You're on the Daystar side? Yes. You're on that. So you can see it then. Yeah. Yeah. Any it's pretty you, cool. If you're up and down I-65, if you're going north, look off to your left before you get to the Good Hope exit, right? Yeah. And you can see the tower way back over there. And, you know, recently we had a couple people working on the tower doing something oh, yeah. and to see them going up and yeah. down well, was really cool. Well, that probably was Todd. Probably was Todd. He's the one that does it. And Jack. I did not know that. Yeah. That's probably who it was. That is super cool. Yeah. that song, Maybe you can join them next time. Maybe I can. Take Scale, some good pictures. Climb all the way to the top. Don't tempt me. <laughs> get with Todd. Uh, I, I like heights. I'm not a big fan of tight spaces, but I like heights. Yeah. Well, how'd you do this weekend? Everything good? Everything was great. All right. Outstanding. It uh, got cold. It got cold. I, but I'm talking got cold. Alabama got a win, so. Well, they did. And Auburn got a win. Auburn got a win, too. Yeah. And UAB got a win. There you are. All three of the teams we picked through. Of course, we hadn't been doing that lately. But uh, all three got good wins. That was nice. But it turned cold. That's what I want to get to. I mean, it got it got cool. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Look, you're from other. You're you've lived all over. You've lived in cold weather. D.C., Maryland, yeah. more up north. It yeah, it's cold. Yeah. How was that this week? That was a pretty quick, quick turn of events. It, it was a quick turn of events, and also with living in the south, sometimes. So I am used to the cold, but 
it can still get me at times yeah. when it's a quick change, yeah. and so it's it felt cold. Yeah, look, we were in Coleman Sunday, had lunch up there after church, and uh, it, I was like, I just want to get home, get under a blanket. <laughs> that wind will get you. It was nice and cold. So anyway, a little better today. It's, it, it's going to be a nice week. So um, anyway, we're glad to be here with you. Good news, Christian values as always. And don't forget about the podcast, PriorityTalkRadio.com. It's there for you or on your favorite platform, uh, podcast platform there as well, Priority Talk Radio. You can find uh, pretty much anything we do. You can find it there. And uh, that's always good. If you miss out, go back and listen again. Or if you hear something like our guest that's going to be in studio with us today, then you can go back and share that or listen again and uh, hear what all's happening and what's going on. Uh, We've been out and about all day long. I'm talking on the run and busy. And we look up like literally 15 minutes ago and go, we've got a radio show in a few minutes. Get in the car, hopped in, drove over here, just got here. So we were sort of scrambling. So that's why when I said, Nate, how you doing? He's looked at me like, we've been together all day um, long. <laughs> <laughs> Off in the clouds, got to focus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fine. Harrison Smith is in studio with us, and uh, he is with Alliance Defending Freedom. And uh, he's a uh, senior regional, what do, you, what do you call it? Alliance director. Alliance director. Alliance. ADF, you're an ADF AD. I'm, I'm actually an ADF rad. Regional oh, Alliance. Oh, right. ADF yeah. Not a terrible acronym. <laughs> you could put that. You could get a personalized tag over in Georgia. ADF yeah. Rad. Senior Rad. Senior Rad. I mean, <laughs> it just gets better. Well, I just go there because you know Rabbi Walker, who was a big part of our show for years. Um, you know, he's a ordained Baptist minister, but he's also a rabbi, and his tag was Rev Rab. Rev Rab. Yeah. So I don't know why, but sometimes my mind goes back to titles. That. So, but when you said rad, that made me think of that for some reason. Harrison lives over in Georgia, where uh, he's. He, how many times did you vote, Harrison? Did you get a few votes in last week? I did. Did you just yeah. vote once, or did you get you know, several in? What did you do? Yeah, yeah. On behalf of some dead people that <laughs> I don't know, just threw some names in the hat. Thought we'd, you know, and it didn't work out. We still are going to be getting political ads for the next month. Oh, so exciting, Georgia. Yeah, I don't know what. Georgia, the last number of years, like we're just we're troublemakers. Well, we're like um, we're like what Florida was, you know, way back when, just always causing problems. Well, when I was with your, uh, you can tell me his name, the the spokesperson for the governor that was part of the uh, public affair training I was went to. What's his name? He works with the government with Kemp. Um, Which he speaks one? at those blonde hair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brad Davis does it. It seems like I remember that. We got the same name. I'm glad. I, yeah, I'm glad I was able to pull that out, Well, when I was with too. him, I Sorry, said, Brad. Uh, I said uh, what's going on with Georgia? He said, well, we brought Hollywood to Georgia. He said, that's a big part of it. That's a big part. Some of it. Yeah. And we, we've got all these incentives for businesses to come mm-hmm. to Georgia. We've got low taxes. So everybody's flooding in and yep. bringing their politics with them. You don't have to give your address, but what part of the state do you live in? I'm in the Burbs, northeast okay. of uh, of Atlanta. Okay, yeah. so not too bad to get. I over live here. downtown though. Was in Virginia Highlands area, which is right next to Midtown. So I was in the mix yeah. of all that is Atlanta. Yeah. For about five or six years. Yeah. Harrison, I met in September. I was down in Orlando with Alliance Defending Freedom, and I've told everybody that was one of the best uh, informative. Uh, events, conferences, trainings, 
I've ever been to. Praise God. Yeah, I've been to, I've been to a lot of good ones. Yeah, our team but, uh, our team is is world class. They really are. Yeah, and that's I, a separate team than I'm on, but yes. they they do a phenomenal job. Yeah, it was they really great. Job. And a lot of the information that I gleaned that week, I brought it right back here to the airwaves. I mean, a lot of it. Some of it I knew, but I got more sharper on it. Yeah, got more detail. You know, when you're hearing from the the exact people who are uh, making the news, you get more specific uh, knowledge. And it's ever-changing, so yeah, you're getting the most, you know, the latest, yes, latest and greatest. Yep. That's exactly right. Yep. Um, before we go to our first break, um, we mentioned you're with Alliance Defending Freedom, and you're in Birmingham, uh, and we've been together today as well. But uh, tell folks quickly, maybe they've heard of Alliance Defending Freedom, but don't really know what that means and then that'll tell you a lot about what we're going to talk about after our break so just give everybody the the overview of of, of adf so alliance Defending freedom is the world's largest religious liberty law firm we were founded in the early 90s by over 30 different ministries which a lot of people don't recognize we were actually founded by ministries groups like focus on the family crew right. crown financial and they all got together because they recognized that in one way or another each of them each of them was coming into religious liberty issues right. they were having legal problems preventing their ministry and this was what time frame now early 90s yeah. so ADF was founded in 94 mm-hmm. but the you know for example crew was getting kicked off of campus for so-called separation of church and state and bill bright said listen we have a a right to be here, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, but no one's defending it. Mm-hmm. And because no one's defending it, it's like it doesn't exist. Right. And so we need somebody to defend this in court. So they found it, Alliance Defending Freedom. Back then it was called Alliance Defense Fund. Had a name change, kept the acronym. Uh, people thought we were like defense contractors or something, uh, so defense. So Alliance Defending Freedom was way more clear. Um, and so we, since 94... Makes you think, why didn't they think of that the first time around? Yeah, yeah you, know, okay, a lot, you know, Alliance Defense Fund, it was originally just just fundraising. Yeah. So there were these major cases. They needed to be funded because those who are on the other side, like the ACLU, are extremely well-funded. So we actually just started as a funding group mm-hmm. to go towards these lawsuits. And then eventually uh, we began litigating ourselves, and now we're the largest religious liberty law firm. But so since 94, been defending the First Amendment in the, in the courtroom. Yeah, so you're talking First Amendment issues. Um, you know, give the quick outline of First Amendment issues. Yeah, so freedom of speech is uh, is an easy one, uh, and then freedom of religion is the other one. So your ability to live out your faith, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a church or a ministry, you know, if you're a Christian college student, mm-hmm. and we can talk later about the different legal teams under ADF. You know, we got a pro-life team. We have a yeah. rights of conscience team. The cake bakers, florists, photographers that are Jack getting in Baker. trouble. Jack Phillips, the cake I'm baker. Sorry, Jack Phillips. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jack if Baker he was a car, a... if he was a cartoon, he'd well, be Jack, Jack Baker. Baker. He, well, that's another friend of mine. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, name came out wrong. I, I know, I know a Jack Baker. We, you know, I work on the Church and Ministry Alliance team, so we work specifically with camps, rescue missions, Christian colleges, uh, the church itself, which is why I'm here in Birmingham, uh, on their religious liberty issues. So there's a host of issues given the nature of our culture and where it's going that people are running into problems living out their faith speaking about their faith or about the issues so we defend your right to be able to continue to do that look and if you're if you're a local church uh person out there a leader pastor deacon you know anywhere in the leadership decision making um you know kind of realm of your local church uh you need to stay tuned because we're gonna let Harrison sort of outline what they uh, the services they provide for the local church 
because a lot of local churches are being um, sued, mm-hmm. basically. And, and ministries. And, and you ministries, know, yeah. Homeless shelters, uh, schools, Christian yeah. schools. You know, I mean, there's camps. It's there's... happening all over. You may not hear about it. That doesn't mean it's not happening and that it doesn't affect you. Yeah. Because what happens legally, uh, it affects that that church but oftentimes that means or ministry but it means it affects everybody yeah when the laws change because of you know supreme court precedent that's that that has a downstream impact on all of us regardless of where you live yeah all right uh, harrison smith in studio with us nate williams here greg davis with you we're going to talk about first amendment issues and alliance defending freedom for the better part of this first hour so stay right here with us and you can call if you'd like if you've got questions as we uh, enter into this conversation 205-941 1011, it's Priority Talk live here on this Monday. Hang on, we'll be right back. Priority Talk. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest running advertiser, and that's today's family dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Keetan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-739. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Hey, how y'all doing? This is John Crowell of Big Oak Ranch, and I just want to encourage you to tune in with Greg Davis on Priority Talk. I've questioned certain circumstances and things I could not understand. And many times in trials, weakness blurs my vision. That's when my frustration gets so out of hand. It's then I am reminded that I've never been forsaken. And we're back in. Greg Davis here with you. Nate Williams with me as well, of course, in studio. Priority Talk Radio, good news, Christian values here on WXJC. And if uh, you're just jumping in here with us, we've got Harrison Smith with Alliance Defending Freedom in studio with us. And uh, he's in Birmingham uh, meeting with a lot of churches and pastors and such this week. And uh, he and I have become friends, and he uh, was nice enough to come over and spend a little time with us and, and talk a little uh First Amendment issue and uh, ADF issues and things like that. Um, 
Harrison, uh, no, no, you're not an attorney, just like I'm not an attorney. People ask me a lot of times, are you an attorney? I'm like, no, 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 I'm a, I'm a preacher. Yep. <laughs> but I could talk like one, but yeah, you know, yeah, maybe, I, maybe better personalities are uh, more um, friendly. I don't know. You know, but I, I do know you're familiar with a lot of the issues. Um, one of the issues that um, some of our cities here in Alabama are dealing with, and I know us to a lesser degree than other states probably, are some of these what, what are called SOGI mm-hmm. laws which people go, what's that? Well, it's sexual orientation, gender identification. And these are primarily passed on a, a local level, like a municipality, a city, uh, pass the SOGI laws. I know those are some of the kind of issues that you guys get involved with. And, um, and we've been involved with trying to head some of these off and make mm-hmm. churches aware. Tell people from just a larger perspective what the the SOGI issue is and mm-hmm. why it should be really important to us. Yeah. So if I yeah if I can talk nerdy for a second, go, go just kind of uh, what a SOGI law is. So we're all familiar generally with the 1964 Civil Rights Act. So it's that's there are certain categories of people that you're not allowed to discriminate against in three major categories, which is employment, housing, and public accommodation. Employment, housing, public accommodation. And we're all familiar with what those protected classes are, right? It's it's age, sex, religion, mm-hmm. race, right? And that's good federal law. That's federal law. Um, given our history, it's, it's good to protect those classes, again, in those particular categories. What a SOGI law is, is the government basically saying, hold up, we got two more categories we need to protect sexual orientation and gender identity. Um, when these laws have historically been passed on the you know the local level or even the state level, there's there's usually been what we call a religious exemption. So this applies to you know Delta and Home Depot and Waffle House mm-hmm. to mention some Georgia businesses, but this wouldn't apply to the church or the Christian school or the Christian camp or the mosque or the synagogue, right? Because the government's historically recognized that people of faith have deeply held convictions on sexual orientation, sexual things, family, right? So they've given a carve out. So this wouldn't apply in those areas. The problem is, as time's gone on, these religious exemptions have gotten fewer and fewer, smaller and smaller Mm -hmm. to where now they're being passed with no religious exemption at all. Meaning if an employment issue came up and, and an individual applied to, let's say, a Christian camp, to be a Christian camp counselor. And a, a gentleman applied and said, hey, uh, this is my sexual orientation. And that that was counter to what the camp uh, believed scripturally mm-hmm. based on, you know, scripture for... for or sec- I look like a male, but I'm really a female. Right. You know, to, as, a more, as a more extreme example, yeah. but that is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll use that example to go kind of extreme. Mm-hmm. A, a biological male wants to be a female uh, camp counselor. Um if the camp did not hire that individual based on their gender identity, under one of these laws, they could be subject to punishment. And so when there is no religious exemption, when th- these things get to the door of the church or door of ministry, that's, that's where there's an issue. And yep. these, have been, these are being passed all over the country on the local, state level, and even federal level. We're all you know, maybe familiar with the Equality Act. Yeah. That's yes. a federal SOGI law, no religious exemption period. Now, that was one they tried to pass. I don't think they got there. No, passed the House twice, (laughs) didn't pass the Senate, still technically sitting in the Senate, but we just had an election uh, last week, and it didn't quite, wasn't quite the red wave. If they pass that, they won't even need the local ones anymore. Correct. You'll now be in violation of federal law. So Mm -hmm. that's where, you know, doesn't matter if you're in Alabama, if you're way out in the reddest county in the the state or in the country, 
doesn't matter. It's yeah. federal law. Well, and you know, even Birmingham City, yes, passed one years several years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know of any instances where it's been enforced yet. But it's it's all there to yeah. be enforced. Yeah. It's all there. A lot of people don't re- yeah rec- realize that, that 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 Birmingham does have a SOGI law. It's a very aggressive SOGI law. There's no religious exemption. I think I think I may be wrong. I think it's only for like churches. It would only be like senior pastor or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they I think that's in there. Okay. I I may be wrong. But yeah. It's not much. Yeah. It's so not. that would mean if someone wanted to apply to be your youth leader or. Uh, Secretary, whatever it may be, right? Non-ministerial uh, staff. Yeah, mm-hmm. work in your preschool, daycare, anything like that. That you would not be able to use their uh, open homo, uh, open sexual orientation or gender issues as any kind of uh, in in your decision of whether or not to hire them or not. Mm-hmm. And and, the, and when you don't hire them, you're probably going to get a lawsuit. <laughs> I mean, that's what it sets up for. Yep. And they're going to sue your church. Mm-hmm. But those kind of issues. Uh, ADF is there to sort of help us. Yep. Right. And to go to go back on some because I I read something about this at AL dot com the other day and by the my wife Careful. my wife my wife gets on to me for saying the other day the other day could be like ten years ago but it was it was a while <laughs> back but I just in researching this law uh, they had written an article saying that that people were upset that the law actually hasn't been enforced yet. Yeah. It's there, but mm-hmm. it, and so people are like, "When are we going to start enforcing this stuff?" Because yeah. it's, but it's kind of just lying in wait. They will do it as soon as they think they can get away with whenever it. Whenever it's, I mean, politically yeah, expedient yeah, to yeah. do so, it's already there. But it's there. That's what people well, don't Montgomery realize. Well, Montgomery and Mobile both pursued similar laws to Birmingham. Luckily, we were able to mobilize some mm-hmm. people. People were able to mobilize locally and stop it at yep. the city council mayor level. Um, but like I said, if the federal comes, it won't matter. But ADF will help churches. Uh, uh, now, you can't do anything about federal law, but you help churches sort of prepare for these kind of things, get a lot of their documents in place, um, those kind of things. Yes. Yeah. G- give us the one-minute version, then we'll come back and do a longer version. So the depending on where you live and what laws are in place, you you know that that's going to determine how you can minister and what you're allowed to say, not allowed to say, who you can hire, who you can't hire, that type of stuff, or not allowed to hire. And so what, what you've got to do is if your church or ministry – hasn't updated your documents in the last number of years, then you look like, let's say I had a church the other day that said, uh, you know, we haven't touched our documents, bylaws, constitution, employment stuff. We haven't touched those things since the 1980s. And they said, and I said, well, if you if you haven't touched your documents since the 1980s, you look like a church operating in the 1980s. You're not dealing with the issues we're dealing with in the culture today, like marriage, sexuality, gender, family, so what you need to do, the most proactive thing you can do is bring those documents up yeah. into 2022, 23, where you're addressing your theology on these things, and you interweave that theology into your bylaws and constitution. And you've got to get those up to date, or because if you get sued or get to court, you have nothing to fall back on if you don't have those things in order. Your documents are evidence in court. And ADF can help you do that, and you won't believe how easy and how affordable it is. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. 
If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me, greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... And we're back in, and we're glad you're with us here on this Monday evening. Hope everybody is doing wonderful. Be careful out there on the roads. And getting so dark early, my goodness, it just sort of changes the whole dynamic, doesn't it, of the drive home in the evenings. So be careful out there. We're visiting with Harrison Smith, Senior Regional Area Director? No. Alliance. Alliance Director. Got, the, ac- got the acronym. I got the acronym. I can't remember. <laughs> I just know it was Harrison. He's with Alliance Defending Freedom, and uh, we're talking about First Amendment issues and how important these are right now. We were talking about the SOGI law, sexual orientation, gender identification. We won't rehash that issue. You can go back and listen later at our podcast. But uh, we were tying this into how important it is for churches and ministries, but let's kind of, you know, either one, to get your bylaws, your policies, all of that stuff up to date where it matches, where your theology matches uh, your documents. And that way, if you do get sued or get taken to court over some uh, discrimination or whatever issue, you've got something to fall back on. At least you've got something for your lawyers to work with to try to defend you. Correct. Um, and so ADF, big part of what you do is you go out and help churches get that done. And the program you guys have, Harrison, is unbelievable. Okay. And it's and it's basically to a great degree underwritten by donors mm-hmm. who help know how important this is to make this available to our local churches and ministries. So tell folks what y'all do, and then I'm almost embarrassed to tell people what it costs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in a good way. Yeah. It's like, because I feel like, Harrison, when I tell people what y'all do for churches and what you charge, I feel like your phone's just going to blow up and you're going to just get obliterated with request and demand. So I almost feel bad telling people. No, but you, more but the you want us to tell people. Yeah, because okay. and, and here's why. It only takes one church, one lawsuit to to have that negative stream or negative downstream impact that we were talking about before the break. Right. If one church gets sued and, and they're not prepared, they're not ready. And like you were saying, your documents aren't in order. You haven't determined what your theology on these things. Therefore, you don't act very wisely when something happens. You get sued. You lose the lawsuit, and it sets a precedent. And that works yeah. its way up to, let's say it's worked its way to the Supreme Court, and you lose. That now is not just a loss for you. That's a loss for every church yeah. in America, potentially for generations. Because what that says is, when the Supreme Court takes that case, they're saying when a court case for a church like this comes up, they're to lose. Yeah. It signals that for the rest of the courts or beneath them. Or they're to win. Or 
there to win. And we want to win. So one lawsuit <laughs> has can have a big yeah. impact. So ADF started this program to basically make sure all of our churches and ministries are protected because mm-hmm. we don't know where these lawsuits are going to come up. So to give you a little, a very quick history on wh- why we even started this program. So we've been around, like we mentioned, since 1994, but most of our work was, for a long time, was defensive, Alliance Defending Freedom. It was when you got sued, you needed attorneys, we were your attorneys, and that was that was the ministry. Well, in 2015, when same-sex marriage came down from the U.S. Supreme Court and the Obergefell decision, at that point, we started getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of calls from churches and camps and rescue missions and shelters and you name it, schools saying, okay, we don't have a lawsuit yet, but we see where the culture is going. We see how the laws are changing. We know it's only a matter of time before our theology basically runs into the theology of the culture and we get in trouble. Mm -hmm. So, ADF, what do we need to do to prepare for that day knowing it's coming. And at that point, we really didn't have an answer. Because again, most of our work was by, by, by nature of being a law firm. We're a nonprofit, we're a ministry, but we're also a law firm. So kind of an interesting mix. But by nature of being a law firm, our work had usually been defensive. This was asking for offense. This was asking for proactivity. So our, our response to that issue was this Church and Ministry Alliance program. And it's got four major benefits, document review, which I'll hit on here in a second, um, unlimited attorney consultation, uh, educational and legal resources, and then representation, which has kind of been our MO since the beginning. But to, to go a little deeper on that document review side, your documents are evidence in court. If, if When you get sued, the court's going to say, let me see your governing documents, your bylaws. Why? Well, that that your documents tell the court here's who we are what we do how we do it why we do it so in 2022 23 if you don't have your theology on gender and what is male and female and your beliefs on sexuality in your constitution your bylaws your hiring firing practices your facility use documents etc then you don't have evidence in your favor when you get in trouble on that issue that's not a good place to be legally so the good news is there's Real, some real easy steps that ADF can help you with through this program to get all of those things buttoned up. We're not going to tell you what your theology needs to be. That's not our place. You do have to sign a statement of faith. You know, you have to sign off on the you know Nicene Creed and that kind of thing, kind of the basics, mm-hmm. uh, which unfortunately half of our churches in America probably can't, can't sign off sign on it. on yeah, these. Years, but another but issue. A lot of our church had another issue, another topic for another day. Um, but most of our churches can here. And so when you sign off on that, we can come in and help you get that woven into those documents so that you have the most up-to-date language offering you the greatest protections. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's – and most churches at this point know that they need to do this. Sure. They're trying to figure it out, but they're not attorneys, no. right? And, and they may know attorneys, but those attorneys aren't religious liberty attorneys. Yeah. And that's – you know, expertise is not in that area. Yeah, I mean, you could get your neighbor down the street who's a you know a good real estate attorney to come in and look at him. He's a smart guy or girl. They yeah. I mean, went to law school, but – He's this, not working in that every day. This stuff is so nuanced, and to your point right at the beginning, this stuff is changing so often that, that, that ADF yeah. are, are the attorneys fighting in the courts on these issues. They're yeah. also the ones that can come in and help your well, church Well, and also, ministry. when you become a, a partner in this, um, unlimited attorney consultation, mm. which means if you have an issue come up and they happen, you can call ADF and go, hey, I got, I got a potential problem here. Yeah. And you're, not, and you're not billed for those hours. Yes. That's, that's the key. Is yeah. So you got the kind of proactive doc review, mm-hmm. and that's unlimited. You know, we review your docs in January. 
Supreme Court case comes down Do at the end of the session in the summertime. Oh my gosh, the, the rules just changed. We need to update some stuff. We'll do it again. We'll, we'll update that language and you're never charged for that. Mm-hmm. And then the reactive side is, all right, your docs are done. You're ready to go. Something happens. You get that phone call. Th- this issue comes up mm-hmm. and you don't know what to do. The media calls you. You can get on the phone, email, call ADF, and you're never billed for those hours. And you mm-hmm. get, again, the, the, the top religious liberty attorneys yeah, in the country and, helping and, and you with these, these things. And these are first-rate lawyers, too, a lot of them that donate their time and they work So like we've got that. 100 in-house attorneys. Yeah. And then we've got thousands of what we yes. call allied attorneys yes. that do pro bono work for us. Yeah. So it's 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 a powerhouse of a ministry yeah. by God's grace. I yeah. mean, the way He's now funded two, all of this. And and two it's more amazing. that you guys provide. Two more services. Yes. So Doc Review, unlimited access. Because I got to get to how much this cost. Oh right, right. Because. The third is educational and legal resources. Mm-hmm. So we have an online portal that you'll get access to mm-hmm. as when you become a member, whether you're a church mm-hmm. or a ministry. And there we've got sample documents. Mm-hmm. So if your ministry or church is like, we don't really have much. Well, great. We've got we've got templates and boilerplates for you to start with. Mm-hmm. And then the attorneys, once you and your leadership yeah. team kind of go through that, the attorneys then come in and help you cross all your T's, dot all your I's. And churches just think wedding policies. Yep. Think about those. We won't, don't got to go deep down that rabbit hole. Just think about it. Yeah, that's an easy one. Easy. They can help and you get faci- this. And facility use. Facility usage. They can help you get all this stuff buttoned up, as you say. Yes. And yep. then the fourth service. Fourth is legal representation. So If you it, go to court. If you're a member and we need to go to court, if it's wise and prudent to do so, this isn't, this isn't one, insurance to where we're going to make it go away, but it's also... We're not going to just go, oh, I'm a member. We're going to take your case. Like We have to be very strategic mm-hmm. in the cases that we take uh, because we may have an issue here in Alabama, the exact same issue in New Mexico. And we may tell the person in New Mexico, hold on, this is going to do better in Alabama. Work that way up, get a victory. Yeah. And now, again, that downstream impact is everybody's positively yeah. impacted by it. So you get all of that, and you heard the word unlimited so many times. Um, Anybody you, ever paid for an attorney? If you went it's, and hired an attorney to try to even do some of this work for 500, you. 500 600 $700, $100 an, an, an hour. Yeah. An hour. This is unlimited for the whole year. You pay wow. a yearly due, basically, I guess. you. What do y'all call it? Not a membership a fee. Membership fee. Membership due. fee. Again, <laughs> I, I almost hate to put it out there because I just feel like you're going to get deluged with phone calls and just start just sign me up, sign call, me up, sign call me us, up. Call okay? please. So here it comes. Tell folks what that costs when you go into this partnership with ADF. So if you're a church, it's based on your average Sunday attendance, yeah. and that's the honor system. If you're going to lie to us as a church, you got other problems. Yeah. Uh, but it's your average Sunday attendance. If you're a ministry, it's your operating Budget. revenue for the year. But, for example, the, the, the first tier, which 80% of our churches fall in, is up to 150 people on an average Regular Sunday. Yeah. And it's $250 for the entire year. Bingo. That's, that's incredible. I Two, mean, and if you're, is, and if and we've got partnerships, so you know, the yeah. Alabama Southern Baptists are a partner that they get we give them an additional twenty percent off. Like you need it. I mean, I mean just a sweet <laughs> just in case two fifty wow. was a little steep for I mean, you. I mean, at that cost, twenty percent discounts almost like okay. And we've questioned it's like twenty so, percent off a piece of gum or something. <laughs> it's like okay, I'll pay full price. Hey, it adds up. Okay. okay. <laughs> the and and this is this is due to the generosity of our donors. donors we've yeah. got we've got grandma giving us five dollars a month yeah. all the way up to you know yeah. And then you got and you got some attorneys working pro bono, so that's mm-hmm. how they contribute to make this happen. Yep. 
But the goal Guys, is we don't talking... want a price. We don't want a, a dollar amount to be a barrier yeah. for you to get the help that you need. Is why we price it so low. Most any church out there listening to us right now. That's why I said earlier, if you're a pastor, church leader, deacon, elder, anyone in any kind of, hey, I can bring an issue up to the church leadership. Practically any church out there listening to us, with a few rare exceptions, you're not going to pay more than 500 bucks a year. Not not very many. No, yeah. A handful of mega churches might pay a thousand a year, which if you're a mega church, you can afford a thousand right. a year. Okay? And compared to the retainer, you're probably paying another yes. attorney. Yes, up two to five hundred dollars a year. You couldn't make one phone call to an attorney for that. Yeah, and all the all the prices are and, and to, to the ministries again operating revenue. If you're up to five hundred thousand dollars, is the first tier. For ministry, it's 500 for the whole year, so that's kind of the lowest for ministry, yeah. and then it goes up from there. But adfchurchalliance.org, adfministryalliance.org has the pricing structure and the tiers that you can yeah. look at. Harrison, we try we try to make can, it. Can you sell us to Esco? I know I mean, we try to make it. I, I want to. I've been trying to convince uh, my bosses that our unofficial tagline should be like, you know, ADF Church Alliance, it's a no-brainer. Yes. Because once churches, when pastors hear this and they walk through, one, everything that's going on and their eyes are open to what's on the horizon, and then they go, wow, we really need to do this stuff. And then ADF comes in and does it for us for that. They always go, well, this is a no-brainer. And I'm like, your word's not mine. Give the website (laughs) that people need to go to for that in particular again. ADFChurchAlliance.org okay. is for churches. And if you're a ministry, you just have to be Christian Ministry, 501c3 nonprofit. It's ADFMinistryAlliance.org. All right. Yep. And I'll tell All you All your what. info, the application. It's a three to five minute application. Yeah. We approve, once we approve your application, you get a welcome email with here's how to begin your doc okay. review, here's how you get access to everything, and you're off to the races. Nate, we'll put those up on social media, those links. Can you help us with that? Yes, we'll get we those will. up on social media because I know some of you out there driving around, you can't write that down. Uh, ADFChurchAlliance.org, ADFMinistryAlliance.org. We'll, we'll put those up there for you. Uh, guys, any church out there, this you need to do this. Now, obviously, yeah, you got to pay the two to five hundred dollars. That's a no brainer. But somebody's got to be responsible for working with ADF to help work through the issues. Okay, so maybe that's the bigger issue is they just don't want to work through them, you know, and don't want to. Hey, give us your bylaws. Okay, where are the bylaws? Who has them? You know, yeah. we got to find them so <laughs> right. we can give them to ADF to let find them, them first, blow the yeah. dust off them, and then get them in. Yeah. And I, I listen. I realize I'm I'm not an attorney, so I realize that doing a document review for your ministry or your church, it's you know, it's like you paying taxes or getting yeah. a root canal. It's yeah. like you got to do it, but you don't want to. But if you wait on your taxes or a root canal, it's not going to be good for you. Yeah, it's painful, and it's kind of the same if you're if you've been pushing this off. We can knock this out pretty quick. I mean, yeah. the turnaround time for the attorneys reviewing stuff is weeks. I yeah. mean, a, a, a small number of weeks. I don't want to promise anything. Yeah. So just what you got to do is a church. You got to just suck it up. Say we're going to pay the two or three hundred dollars. That's an incredible price, and we're going to get we're going to spend a month or two. Yep. And we're just going to have to get a, a team of people to work on this and work with ADF and get this straight. 
And then we can take a deep breath for a little bit. Because it's, yeah. And feel good it, that you know you're done. up to date. And ADF will, and if, if something changes, ADF will let you know. You wow. don't have to necessarily keep your, your eyes on the horizon. We get to do that for you. I was you. unaware of this. And um, I know you guys do, and you're in Georgia. I, I talked my brother pastors a church in Georgia, and I called him. He said, oh, yeah, our church is in that. It's the best thing mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, we've got, we've got yeah. over 3,700 churches on board at this point. It's only been around for a few years. ADF's been around since 94, but this yeah. program is newer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just we're just trying to get the word out because it's people well, need it. That's what we're and, trying to do. Harrison yep. Smith with Alliance Defending Freedom. When we come back, I want you to out tell us, just give us a, an update. You know, we, people are familiar with the Jack Phillips, um, the cake baker story. Okay, that we talked about. Everybody talked about it for a mm-hmm. long time. Well, that was an ADF legal. That was team, our client. Yep, client. And now there's a new one uh, called 303 Creative. Correct. And uh, and I got to hear and actually meet her that you guys are, are being a little proactive i didn't even get to meet her on this no i just didn't passing she was out in the lobby i didn't even met yeah her we yet. were getting checks mixed i know at the jack same time. jack is an amazing and i've never man. met jack i hadn't met her yet yeah though. yeah we were uh, at the snack bar at the same time hey there you go <laughs> hey it, pay, it pays to show up sometimes right. that's great i want you to give us an update on those both got uh, adf clients and uh you need to hear the significance of these uh, issues, particularly if you're a business person. If you're in business, okay, we've been talking churches. Let's talk if you're a Christian and you're in business. We'll do a little bit of that when we come back. 205-941-1011. Priority Talk. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. Hi, I'm Cricket Carpenter listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. toys and playing games I am the one who pours your coffee corner booth each Saturday I am your daughter's favorite teacher I'm the leader of the band I sit behind you in the bleachers I am every man I'm 
And we're back in. Greg Davis here. Nate Williams with me. And we've got special guest Harrison Smith in studio with us with Alliance Defending Freedom. And uh, we've been talking about churches and ministries and the service they offer through their Church Alliance and Ministry Alliance program, adfchurchalliance.org, adfministryalliance.org. Please look into that. Please. Uh, This is, as you said, Harrison, a no-brainer. That's a quote from Pastor. That's not my words. <laughs> it is a no-brainer. We try, we try, and it's and it's and it, if there are any donors of Alliance Defending Freedom out there listening, yeah. thank and, you. And You're, we have them. You here. you are the ones that make it possible for churches and ministries to get this help at almost no cost. And I it's know because of your generosity. Without so a thank fact you. that we have some of those right here in our listening audience. Yep. They, so they thank, are there. So thank you. That's what makes it possible. Yep. It's uh, the donors. And it's um, that you got the staff attorneys, and then you've got uh, uh, partner attorneys. Is that what you call them? Yep, we got alliance partners that help. Yeah. And, and there's yep. some attorneys out there, I'm sure, within our listening audience that are partners with ADF. And if you're not, we want to be partnered with you. We yeah, want to help you. You can help us. It's, Reach out. It's, it's, it's alliance is the key word. We want to ally yeah. with others. That's yeah. why. That's why I'm here. Yeah. You know, I wanted to get into the Jack Phillips and the 303 Creative, but I'm afraid we're going to be short on time to get that done. So you're going to have to stay over got a it. little bit longer. Is that okay? Happy to. Okay. Uh, we're going to go during the 6 o'clock hour. On. I love this stuff. I could, I could sit here all night and talk. Sure, sure. I, yeah, me too. And we do this kind of stuff every day. <laughs> That's what we do. We do right. a lot with First Amendment issues here, but not exclusively. You know, right. like you guys are really focused on that, and you need people to be focused on that. Um uh, you know, Nate, you were pretty much kind of uh, saying, how, how did you say your question? Basically, why would so we if, lull ourselves into thinking this isn't important for us? Yeah, sometimes in Alabama, we're thinking, oh, that's uh, California, Colorado, whatever it it's is. It's other places. It's other places. It's not going to happen here. It would never happen in Alabama. What would you say in response to people that, that might think that way? So, a number of things. Um one, you meant you know New York, California, Colorado. Whatever happens there eventually makes its way everywhere. That's so, so true. To, that's just his, that's a historical fact. Absolutely. So it's easy to look at Colorado, which we'll talk about in a second, and go, "Oh, that's Colorado, such a blue state." This is Alabama, but it we we already talked about uh, the Birmingham Soji law that's already in place that you can't discriminate against sexual orientation, gender identity, and there's no religious exemption. That's on the books. A lot of people don't realize that that's already here. Yep. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about in just a minute that got Jack Phillips in trouble and that our 303 creative case. And look, off. a lot of times people don't realize it, but what that 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 was passed in Birmingham uh, is talked about around the country as as a good example right. of SOGI laws for people right. who want them. Right. So while we think, oh, that's just going on other places because we hear about it going on other places, well, there's other pe- places hearing about what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And that was a really... Big victory, and like you said, they're trying to pass it in Mobile Montgomery, and Mobile, Montgomery. But Montgomery yeah. and Mobile have dealt with it. Luckily, bless luckily churches, people, mo- churches mobilized. People were paying attention. Yeah, people were because they weren't here in Birmingham. No, that one was you know, as far as I understand, kind of passed under the cover of darkness, and no one really knew well, what we it was. We were talking about it. Yeah, but, uh, some yeah, people were right. talking about it. You're some right. of y'all were on top of it. But the other thing I'd say is too, Alabama. Um, it's kind of the final frontier as far as our our opponents view it. You know, if they can get a victory here, they're they're it's go- over. They're golden. Yeah. So there are there is a lot of money 
uh, and groups focused on the South because of that fact. I mean, there is a, a an activist in Colorado, uh, openly homosexual, um, multimillionaire, maybe billionaire, but he he is dedicated. This is in a this is in an article in oh gosh, what was the publication? This is years ago, but in a publication basically said. Uh, I'm dedicating 500 million of my own personal dollars to getting these types of SOGI laws passed in the South. It's a Colorado guy. 500 million. Now, ADF is a, our annual budget is a fraction of that, a fraction of that. And this one individual, along with his friends and other groups, are cranking money into the South to get these laws passed. So, it's it's there's a false sense of security that Alabamians feel because um, well, historically that you, historically you are correct, but that doesn't mean that things aren't changing and are not well, going and look, to change. ADF just had a case here in Alabama out of the University of Alabama Huntsville, uh, a free speech issue on the college up in Huntsville. Yep, we've got listeners all over Huntsville. Yep, it happened. We had the attorney on the day he was before the Supreme Court. We had him on and the ADF attorney. I can't remember his name. We had him on that day. And uh, that happened right right here in our listening audience. So it is happening here. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's not. Yeah. And it's not. And it, a lot of these things aren't. They're being talked about a lot more now, certainly. But years ago, no one even knew that there were legal battles happening. Yeah. yeah. All right. You got to hang around and we'll talk Jack Phillips, the uh, Cake Baker, and 303 Creative, a website creator. If you're a Christian business person, you need to hear what we're going to talk about on the other side. Okay. Hang on. Hour number two, straight ahead. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me, greg at prioritytalkradio.com, and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, greg at prioritytalkradio.com, for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Hour number two, Priority Talk Live, WXJC. It's Greg Davis here with you and Nate Williams as well. We're both in studio. We're live. We've got Harrison Smith here 
as our special guest with Alliance Defending Freedom. We're at 101.1 FM and WXJCRadio.com. You can also download the WXJC Radio app. It's free. It's easy to use. And you can also head to our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And there you can find Listen Live. You can listen later. And uh, you can go back and explore and look and check it all out. All right, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And we're on all the major platforms, podcast platforms as well. If you missed hour number one and you're just joining us after you hear some of hour number two, you're probably going to want to go back and listen to what we've already talked about um, because you're just going to go, i got to know all about this I can know. Uh, Harrison Smith is with us, as we said. He is uh, with Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, he and I met uh, several months ago down in Orlando. And uh, now, gosh, we've been together. This is our second time to be together in person since then here in Alabama. And I feel like I was with you in Georgia, but you weren't there. You were on video. Yes. <laughs> so you weren't there. Yeah. But we were at the, We were in the same meeting, There's basically. too many places to be. That, so Zoom. I know praise, the feeling. Praise God for Zoom. We all kind of hated this point, but yeah. it is nice. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. So we were in uh, that meeting together as well. So... Uh, we're getting to know each other, and I've, I'm learning more about the Alliance Defending Freedom Church Alliance and Ministry Alliance. You need to go check that out um, if you're a church or a ministry leader. Uh, the legal services they can provide you is a no-brainer for every church and every ministry within the sound of our voice, and there are thousands of them within the sound of our voice right now, all of you. You need to go back to your church and say, we must connect with Alliance Defending Freedom and get our documents up to date, get our bylaws, our policies, uh, all of that up to date. So if uh, something does go sideways and somebody gets a lawyer, we've got our documentation in order. And when we go to court, we actually have something to work with. And we're not just, uh, what do y'all call it when churches have nothing to work with? What do you call it? They're just uh, steamrolled. Yeah. Right. Basically, it's not, right? A, not a good situation. Yeah, you're just steamrolled. And then that sets a precedent that affects every other church. So this is truly a situation, legally speaking, where uh, what your church does affects every other church and every other ministry, uh, theoretically, in the country. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. These cases are precedent-setting, and it's important. We all need to get it up to date. So thinking about your facility usage, your marriage policies, your hiring practices, all of these kind of things, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom, we're going to put the links for churches and ministries on our social media so you can go there and find it. I've already had some of you messaging me here during the break wanting those links. We're going to put them at Priority Talk on our social media so um, you can go there and find it later or just reach out and we'll share it with you. All right. You can always email email me, Greg, at PriorityTalkRadio.com. Um, now, you guys also uh, work with uh, business people as well when they get um, their First Amendment rights or, or challenged or mm -hmm. violated their freedom of speech, their freedom of religion. And so no case that got more PR out of this than was Jack Phillips from the, uh, let me see if I can say it right. I'm not looking at it. The Masterpiece Cake Shop. Nailed it. Okay. Yep. In um, Colorado. And this is an instance of a guy who stood strong and his case now, he won it, and it affects everybody around the country, right? Well, it's it's a precedent-setting kind of case. It was the first of its kind. Yeah, and and to be clear on what we're talking about for those who are just tuning in, these are religious liberty issues, First Amendment issues. Yeah. So with churches and ministries that we help, religious liberty issues only. Yes, you know, we're gonna help, we're not gonna help you with your you know real estate. 
no, no, issues. No, no, no. First but, Amendment. Yeah, First Amendment. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion. So Jack Phillips, he's a, a mom-pop mom cake shop owner that operates out of a strip mall in the Burbs outside Denver. And earlier we were talking about Colorado or a SOGI law, what that is, which is a non-discrimination law, and it protects sexual orientation and gender identity from discrimination in employment, housing, and public accommodation. Colorado has one of these protections or one of these laws in place, and there's no religious liberty protections. There's no carve out for believers. Is it from the state level? From the state okay. level. So you can't, for example, in employment, you can't discriminate against someone's sexual orientation, even if you're a church or a ministry, doesn't matter. The government basically doesn't care. You could be in violation of this law if you didn't, for example, hire somebody who has a different view of scripture on sexuality than you And that you could do. even mean on your ministry staff. Yeah. There's no, no oh, religious Oh, it absolutely exemption. does. And we got, we got cases about that we can talk about because yep. there's, there's numerous of those. But the story about Jack Phillips, uh, I think it's important to cover briefly because there was a lot of misinformation in the media, not really a surprise, about That's this a case. shocker. Yeah. I'm the, bored of the media now. Uh, okay. Well, there, you know, <laughs> the, the mainstream, the mainstream, okay, the, 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 yeah. So a lot of people, uh, the, the headline was, you know, uh, Christian cake baker won't bake cakes for gays. That was the headline. Well, that's not what happened. All right. So Jack is a believer. Uh, if you're a pastor, he sits in your pews on Sunday and he tries to live out his faith through how he operates his business. Now, as a cake shop owner, he does custom cakes. So everything is kind of a custom order thing. And he's using his creative abilities when he does this. So as a Christian who's using his creative abilities and, and trying to honor God through what he does, there are a lot of cake orders that he will not fulfill. For example, we you know, just had Halloween not too long ago. He doesn't want to do Halloween theme cakes. Mm-hmm. So if you come to him saying, I want this Halloween theme cake for my kid's party, he, he will refuse that order because he doesn't want to do ghouls, goblins, things he would commit or, consider demonic. Mm-hmm. He just don't want to do it. So he's not turning you down. He's turning down the order. Um, he, he would he, do a different kind of cake for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah! If you say if you okay, wanted, fine. That's why I just want a birthday for, uh, cake. Yeah, great. Well, well I'll do you or a if birthday you cake. One for uh, Christmas, he would do that. Yes, but he just doesn't want to do Halloween. Now that that's not my conviction yeah. personally. I'd I'd be fine doing a Halloween cake. That doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But it is his conviction, and so he has the right to not do that order. He's been asked to do uh, bachelorette cakes, you know, phallic or sexual in nature, if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm. And, it, uh, you know, he's got this cake case in the shop where he displays all his cakes. Well, his granddaughters come into the into the shop. And he says, I don't want to have to explain to my eight-year-old granddaughter what this phallic cake is, because even the shape of it creates a message that I don't want to explain to my eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. So, turn the order down, not the person. He's been asked to do a divorce cake, literally a wedding cake cut in half to celebrate this guy's divorce. And he's like, as a believer, I believe marriage is sacred. I don't want to be a part of celebrating your divorce. Mm-hmm. So so in all of these instances and others, there's been numerous orders where he just goes, I can't do that cake. It has nothing to do with the person ordering it. So when two gay men came into the shop wanting a custom-made cake, he didn't have a problem with that. As a believer, his his belief is actually he should love we should love and serve everybody. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we're going to do all things right, especially creatively in his instance. So, so if they'd wanted a birthday cake, no problem. No problem. Why why would why would their sexuality even come into the conversation? He doesn't right. care. Right. But this cake was a same sex wedding cake for their wedding. 
So he said, gentlemen, this isn't this isn't a cake I can produce. This isn't a message I want to create. This isn't a celebration I can be a part of. So he turned the order down, not the two gentlemen. Well, they turned around under this Colorado Soji law and sued. You're probably familiar with this case. We worked it all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, and we got a victory. Now, you asked earlier, that had a downstream impact on everybody. Well, not really. Mm. The Supreme Court did what we call, they ruled. Oh, that's right. They yeah. ruled narrowly. Yeah, I forgot. So they didn't yeah. rule on the issue yeah. of Just should creative case. professionals have this ability to freely create and not be compelled to speak messages they don't want. They just said, uh, in this instance, Jack was, you know, uh, was not treated fairly by the Colorado government, and they ruled in his favor. And that's kind of a, we've, for, for whatever reason, to date, the Supreme Court has not wanted to rule on the issue. And both sides are kind of going, are we allowed to do this or not allowed to do Are they allowed to do this or not allowed to The Supreme Court hasn't really nailed it down. So there's all these other cases across the country, which we'll talk about 303, 303 Creative, mm-hmm. which in just a second, um, there's all these other cases where this stuff is going on. And in some states, you're allowed to, to choose and pick uh, what orders you do from a creative standpoint or as a business owner. And in other states, you're not allowed. And that's why we would think the Supreme Court as the highest court in the land would want to, you know, once and for all say, you know, either thumbs up, this is allowed, or thumbs down, this is not allowed. But and, they didn't. But they haven't yet. Mm-hmm. So that leads well into 303 right. Creative. I forgot um, that they, they made it specific just to that case. But it was a major case that everybody paid attention yeah. to because it was the first one. Mm-hmm. It was the first major case where a Christian business owner, creative professional, was in the crosshairs with one of these social Yeah, and laws. there's another uh, another type of uh, these this case for businesses um, active right now, and we want to let you know about it as well, and that's the 303 Creative. And uh, so let's take a break. We'll come back, and that'll leave you plenty of time to sort of outline this for us because uh, Jack Phillips, that was sort of a reactive. He, he, defensive. A, a defensive, yeah, yep. reacting to this. And Where now 303 Creative is offensive. It's more proactive, yep. I would say, or yep. offensive. Yeah, we're Jack gonna, got in trouble under the law with 303 Creative. We're, we're, going, we're suing the state, going after law, saying this is unconstitutional. This shouldn't again, be allowed. it's in Colorado again. Yes. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back, and I want you to hear about the 303 Creative case that Alliance Defending Freedom uh, is, is handling and uh, doing an outstanding job as well. Uh, it's adfchurchalliance.org, adfministryalliance.org. If you're a church or ministry leader, you need to go to those websites and partner with ADF. We'll be right back. Priority Talk. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's today's family dentistry your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. 
One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Hi, this is Steve Arterburn, the author of The 7-Minute Marriage Solution. You're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Twenty minutes after the hour, six o'clock. Priority Talk Radio, and uh, we continue to visit with Harrison Smith with Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, Nate Williams with us here also. And hey, we can take a phone call if you've got thoughts or questions about any of these issues, or just um, want to weigh in. Two zero five nine four one one zero one one is the number. You're happy just to listen. We're happy for you to listen, but if you want to call and talk, we can do that as well. Okay, tell us about 303 Creative. I know about it. I met her, which you haven't. I haven't. <laughs> you get around more than we I do, basically apparently. We were both getting checks mix out in the hall in the lobby, and she walked up, and we talked, talked for a minute. So I anyway. was just at the coffee bar. I didn't hit the yeah, checks mix. Yeah, I don't drink that, coffee. That was That's my problem. problem. I don't drink coffee, so that worked out good for me. There you go. Uh, so tell us, this is a uh, an, an offensive move by ADF. Uh, so tell us about 303 Creative. This is a very interesting. Do you know about this, Nate? Are you familiar with I've heard a couple things, but I don't have a this, lot of details. This is very interesting. So fill us in on it. And I, I want to to wrap up the Jack side of mm-hmm. things. People, Everybody's familiar with Jack Phillips and the Kate case that the Supreme mm-hmm. Court won. A lot of people don't realize that as soon as the Supreme Court decided to hear his case, a second lawsuit yeah. entered the system for him. Yeah, they came after him again. And we fought that case. It ended up getting dropped. A third lawsuit yeah. then ensued. There is a trans activist attorney in Colorado who is using that state-based SOGI law to attack Jack and his his small cake shop um, and has made it their personal mission to, to shut him down. Mm-hmm. Um, we are still in that third lawsuit. We have been arguing in the courts on behalf of Jack Phillips for a decade Yeah, over now. 10 years. Over yeah. 10 years. That's incredible. Yeah. So they just targeted this guy. And uh, and, and they're able to do that because this law is in place. So yeah. that's a segue into our 303 Creative case. Um, 303 Creative is a website design uh, run by uh, our client, Lori, Lori Smith. And she, uh, you know, if you're 
gotten married in the last number of years or you're young, you understand a part of the wedding process is you have a website that tells your story. It's got the mm-hmm. pictures. It's got the wedding party on there. It's this whole thing. Uh, and Lori wants to do those types of websites. She wants, as a believer, she believes in the sanctity of marriage. She wants to tell these beautiful wedding stories. Uh, but under this Colorado law, she would be compelled to tell all wedding stories, including same-sex wedding stories, which as a believer, she has a conviction mm-hmm. that marriage is between a man and a woman. But this law would force her to to do that. If not, she's the next Jack Phillips. Mm. So what ADF has done on Lori's behalf is we've filed what we call a pre-enforcement challenge. So before this law is enforced on Lori, she is challenging it. She is challenging the constitutionality of this law, the same law that Jack Phillips is being, we're having to defend him against. So we have we have sued the state of Colorado and their SOGI law. We have worked this way up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court, thankfully, has agreed to hear the case. Mm-hmm. Now that is a huge development because maybe, maybe the Supreme Court will finally rule on this issue of can these SOGI laws be used to force people particularly Christians and or conservatives to 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 compelled speech speech they would not normally mm-hmm. agree with uh, and so this case is going to be argued before the US Supreme Court on December 5th so coming up real quick so if you pray yeah. we need your prayers for this case that the justices would finally rule broadly on this issue, strike down the Colorado SOGI law, which will then also send ripples throughout the other states to say, these laws can no longer be weaponized to silence, uh, silence Christians at, at, you know, best at worst, shut them down through these lawsuits. Hmm. So it's a, it's a major, major case. If you're, if you own a business, you ought to understand the importance of this. I mean, yeah, it, you know, you go from cake to websites. It, it it could be anything. Yeah, and the the the, you know, a lot of times our opponents will say, you know, well, we have to put these laws in place because, you know, uh, otherwise a coffee shop would deny coffee to somebody who's openly homosexual. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they you know. Which as as a Christian, I would say Harrison's opinion is that's wrong, mm-hmm. right? That I I would say that. Help me understand scripturally why you wouldn't give a cup mm-hmm. of coffee as a Christian business owner to yeah. to someone who's openly homosexual or trans or whatever. Now, if it's employment, that may be different, mm-hmm. depending you know depending on what your business is, et cetera, or if it's a ministry, especially. Uh, but what, one, I don't know of a single example of that happening. No, I don't know a single example where someone who's a Christian coffee shop owner says, "I'm not going to serve gay people." That hadn't happened. No. It's well, it's this hype. It's this scare if, tactic if had, hypothetical. If it had, there'd be a lawsuit. We'd right. Know about it. Right. Right. Um, so that just doesn't happen. So what? But where things are happening is that it's not that that you know people who are LGBTQ are getting discriminated against. It's actually these laws are discriminating against believers and their views and their free speech. Yeah. So the cake bakers, the florist, the photographers, the the website de- designers, what they all have in common is speech artistry the supreme court has upheld in previous supreme court cases artistry is speech so it doesn't have to be your words or even writings i mean mm-hmm. we've had uh cases with um in kentucky a, a t-shirt printer mm-hmm. who an lgbtq pride parade group came to this very overtly christian 
uh, outfitter that did you know print screening and stuff like that and said we want you to do our LGBTQ LGBTQ pride parade shirts Mm -hmm. and he said well what what do you want them to say very obvious words and, and images and when they said this is what we want he said well that's you know not something that that I'll be able to do and he got sued. We yeah. won that case at the Kentucky Supreme Court, so that that went away and it was fine. But cake is art, yeah. and art is speech. Yeah. And in this case, website is speech. speech. And it, photography is art, which can be speech. Does this also? I mean, it is speech. Does it not also bleed over into religion as well? Is it? Is it? Is it both? So as it, far legally, as is it just the, just the speech? Well, there's kind. Of, if you want to think of a, a you know concentric circles or a target mm-hmm. of of religious liberty and what you're allowed to do, uh, at the outer outer ring where you have the least amount of religious liberty is when you are just a Christian business owner. If you're just a Christian that happens to work in a secular field. That you know, in that in this case, for example, isn't creative in nature, and your freedom of speech isn't being violated by you. Just don't have that much religious liberty. Mm-hmm. The next circle in where you have more well, is we found that out with uh, vaccines and things like that. Uh, correct, yeah. right, yeah. right. If you were just an employee, sorry, right. Businesses were able to say, if yeah. you don't like our rules, then you mm-hmm. can go work somewhere else. Yeah. So the next the next concentric circle in is Christian ministries. Um, camps, rescue missions. Mm-hmm. Those are overtly religious, mm-hmm. but they're not the church. So it's not quite as as much religious liberty as the physical church would have, but you do you are allowed to do certain things. You should be able to hire according to your beliefs, missions and values as a Christian K through 12 school or as a Christian university, right? Um, and admissions and all of those things. Um, though that's coming under fire. And then the last circle, the la- the center, the, the bullseye is what the, the traditional church, the physical church as we understand it, right? Mm-hmm. Your First Baptist Church of yeah. fill in the blank. So as you go further into that target, you have more and more religious liberty protected by the First Amendment. Harrison Smith with us. And uh, you got more stuff to talk about? Yes. <laughs> if you do, you're welcome to hang around. I, I like can't. I can't. If you'll have okay. me. I mean, we were going to do an hour, and now we've done an hour and a half. If you're if you're good to hang, man. There's plenty to talk about. All right. Yeah. All right. We're talking uh, First Amendment rights with Alliance Defending Freedom, Harrison Smith. Uh, we've had a really wide-ranging uh, set of topics. If you missed the first hour in particular, I would go back and listen at our podcast. It'll be up later this evening. Uh, so, yeah, hang around, man. We'll keep talking um, right here on Priority Talk Radio. We'll be right back after the bottom of the hour. Stay with us. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. My life be like... 
And we're back in just after this bottom of the hour, 6 p.m. hour. Thank you for being with us. We've been uh, visiting now for, uh, well, the entire program. He just took over. Harrison Smith with Alliance Defending Freedom got here. It's a dangerous thing to give me a microphone and and say talk. Well, he's brought so much good information that uh, we just kind of keep hanging on and going, we need more, we need more, we need more. But we're talking First Amendment and uh, defending the First Amendment, and that's what Alliance Defending Freedom is all about. And uh, that's who he's with. And the uh, ADFChurchAlliance.org and the ADFMinistryAlliance.org. If you are involved in leadership of a church or a ministry, you need ADF's help to get yourself up to speed when it comes to uh, making sure you're ready uh, should a uh, First Amendment issue come your way uh, and uh, with your church or your ministry. And churches all over the country are being sued, uh, being challenged on things that we just take for granted, but these things are all being challenged and uh, getting your paperwork and documentation and policies and procedures all in order is key to protect your church and your ministry, adfchurchalliance.org, adfministryalliance.org. Am I right? Yep. And I want to add something to that. We've we've focused mostly on the the legal side of things, but the other side of that coin is the mini, the ministry side of things. So you need to have your documents and, and your policies in order. On we've been focusing mostly on LGBTQ stuff because that's just culturally yeah. what's happening. Right, so there's legal implications to not being ready, but there's also ministerial implications to not being ready. Sure. I hope, as a church, as a ministry, you want people who are LGBTQ coming in your doors. If they are, praise God, that's amazing. But what does that mean? If they're open, if they're, it's a biological man who believes he's a woman and presenting as a woman, that that presents a number of different ministry issues and opportunities, right? If that biological male starts heading towards the female's bathroom, what do you do? Who who addresses that? Mm-hmm. What do they do? How what do they say? Do they go into the bathroom? Do they wait for the mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a hard scenario. Yeah. And you can mess up a ministry opportunity if you don't handle it right. Mm-hmm. So you need to theologically understand what what does God's word say on these yeah. things? Let's get the policies and procedures done so that we know what to do when this happens from a legal standpoint, but also we're ready for it ministerially. Yeah, we want to yeah, have a heart for people yeah. as well. So I don't want people just to think, At oh, this, is, this isn't just the church going, I need to protect the church and yeah. they're coming after us. It's not about that. It's that... The culture has changed. Yeah. The ministry well, you has can't changed. Can't do one without the other. Right? They go yeah, together. they're they're two sides of the same coin, and they so really the, are. The, this is more and more our mission field, and so we just need to be ready. Yeah. Uh, speaking of like ministry opportunities and the individual, we talked a little bit about churches in Alabama, why they should care, but so there might be someone out there listening right now, an individual, the the average Alabamian, however you want to put it, and they're wondering, well, what do I do? I'm just one person. How do I get involved? What can I do? Can you speak to that a little bit about just the average Alabamian? What is one way they can jump in on these things? Yeah, that's a great question. And um Besides the fact that I'm from Georgia, I'm an average Alabamian. Hey, uh, I back in my early 20s, uh, my parents found out about Alliance Defending Freedom literally the year it launched in '94. They were small business owners, and Alan, the founder, I mentioned at the very beginning of the show, Alliance Defending Freedom initially was just a funding group for these cases. And so Alan was going across the country saying, "We need money to fight these cases." My parents were at one of these uh, events. 
and they just God just lit a fire in them, and they caught the vision of this is this is needed and really going to be needed as time goes on. So they've been involved for forever. I honestly didn't know much about it. I was like, it's Christian, it's legal. That's all I really knew. Went to University of Georgia, graduated, moved to South Florida, worked for a for-profit company, and I began to pay attention to you know everything that the, the issues like we talk about on this show, right? What's going on in the culture? Why does this matter? How do I engage? And I went to an event with my dad and another friend of mine in Tampa, and it was a fundraising event, so there's a lot of people with money, and then me (laughs) and my poor friend. Uh, We were both very poor. And uh, Eric Metaxas was the the keynote, and Alan Sears, our founder, was speaking, and I just got fired up out of my brains. I was like, this stuff is incredible. Same question you just asked, what do I do? I'm not an attorney. I'm not, I'm not running for office. I have no money. I don't know anybody of influence. So like, what do I do? And afterwards, Alan Sears came off the stage and said, uh, he, he saw my dad whom he knew, uh, and he should have gone and talked to the, you know, the millionaires in the room. He came to, he was gracious enough to come say hey to us and introduced himself. And I just was like, Alan, I, I get it. I'm in, I'm, I'm sold. Mm-hmm. I want to get engaged on this stuff. But again, no law degree, no money, no influence. What do I do? And I'm expecting him to say, okay, here's the books you need to read. Eric Metaxas has some great ones, you know, or go to law school or run for office or, you know, whatever. Uh, go jump off a cliff. It'll help It'll help the movement. I was in. I would have done that, right? I was that fired up. And his response was, Harrison, you go and pursue Christ. He will tell you what to do. Mm. And that blew my mind because I said, this is the leader, not just of Alliance Defending Freedom, but of the movement of, of keeping the doors open for the gospel by defending the First Amendment. And his his focus was on Christ, not this stuff. This stuff is incre- incredibly important, but he had the wisdom to say, but your relationship with Christ is of ultimate importance. This is secondary. And so I, that was that was that's when I knew this was legitimate. This was if the leaders focused on Christ, that's going to trickle down to the rest of the organization. And now that I work for Alliance Defending Freedom, I'm coming up on my uh, January will be nine years by God's grace. Um, that we that is who we are. Everybody that is hired is focused on Christ first, the issues second. Yeah. Well, look, and I can attest to that. I was a part of the uh, the recent uh, what you call it, ambassador summit or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Which which I'd love to hit on when you're done. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's I, a way for people to engage. It is, and I'm I'm an ambassador with uh, Alliance Defending Freedom. You're official. Alabama. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm official. Oh come on. Sure. Yeah. See. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. And uh, Greg's in. You need to and be I, in. And look, and we had talked about Alliance Defending Freedom over the years, and there's there's two or three other good legal groups that do First Amendment work as well. Oh yeah. And I've had several of those attorneys on. It's a strong alliance. Over the years. And um, so, you know, this was not new to me, but when I went uh, to the uh, to the summit, I remember, I, you know, and it was it's a lot of attorneys and, uh, you know, donor type people. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't a preacher conference. OK, I mean, I'm not saying there's not. A we, few do there. Have, we do have we do have a few there. Yeah. We have we have our separate pastors. Oh, conferences. I need to go to that one, too. Yeah, you do. So um, we need to do one here in Alabama. I, I'm, I'm up. We'll host it. We'll talk. Um, so. <laughs> I'm there, and I was thinking, man, these folks, these attorneys and these business people and all this kind of folks and these, you know, uh, judges and kinds of people that are here, uh, they're spending more time praying and worshiping Come on. than a lot, of, a lot of the preacher conferences I go to. Come on. Quite honestly. It's amazing. It really was. Yeah. I it's mean, a, we're a ministry. It, That's it, a, we're it, a law firm and a ministry. It it's a weird 
it's a weird combo. So talk but, to us about the... Uh, so the ambassador program. Mm-hmm. So my parents were ambassadors back in the day. That's how they ended up getting involved. Um, yeah. and, and I was an ambassador before I came on staff. The ambassador program are for the people, it's for the people who, like you just said, what do I do? How do I engage? Mm-hmm. So this program exists to pull those people into the fold. And a lot of it's education. A lot of it's here's what's going on. Here's what you need to know. And it's really the number one problem that we have our our side the alliance has is a lot of people are just grossly unaware of these issues which is why greg we're thankful for your radio show to help enlighten right there's a lot broadcast media partners that we have you know jay seculo and all the there's all these groups to help get the word out but the grassroots effort is where a lot of the rubber meets the road of just being able to talk to our our neighbors and, and those that we go to church with in our small group of like hey this stuff is happening and it's not it's happening in a culture that we're living in it's not this separate out there thing you know we don't just go well that's happening in california that's crazy no it's happening here mm-hmm. I and mean, we could we could spend a whole nother radio show talking about gender identity stuff that's being taught in public schools yeah. and it's not california new york no. it's it's red states it's, it's in alabama it's we've been talking Al- about it yeah so <laughs> it's in it, alabama so so being able to have the understanding the knowledge the wisdom as a citizen as a believer to then we equip you to then go and tell your neighbors just to say hey this is happening and what is god calling you to they could be a donor they could be a potential client they could be an ambassador they could help plug in and be networkers there's all kinds of things you can do as a non-attorney to help get the word out about why First Amendment issues matter and more and more having direct impact on all of us. Well, and the slogan for Alliance Defending Freedom, which is, I had said this for years or something very similar to it, uh, is, is right on. It's keeping the doors of the gospel open. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. I mean, because if we don't, the doors of the gospel are going to be closed. Right. Yeah. And that's our spiritual enemies main goal yeah and and he doesn't he doesn't have to you know physically take you out i mean most of what our spiritual enemies tactics are fear and intimidation don't you dare speak about this issue at Mm -hmm. work that's right or as a teacher you can't bring that up you Mm -hmm. can't talk about that because here's the consequences Mm -hmm. so the uh, so our spirit uh, spiritual warfare there's you count the cost if i speak up on this issue if i take a stand on this issue I, i may lose my job I may be drugged before the media. I may, you know, get wrapped up in a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, it's, it's churches, ministries, yeah. medical professionals, teachers, creative professionals, students. Uh, there's there's no one that's really exempt from these issues now. I mean, we have a legal team that works with every single one of those that we just talked about. Yeah. We just started a parental rights team because parental rights, y'all, that's the next legal battle. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about some weird stuff is, you know, same-sex marriage passed. It's being promulgated and, and through all of society. Mm-hmm. I mean, you turn on the TV and you can't see a sure. commercial that doesn't have two sure. two guys kissing now. Yeah. That's just in the last six months. And, and that's not going to change. No, it's only going to increase. I mean, well, now they're teaching it in the schools. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's we're teaching in the schools. And, hey, parents, it's none of your business that we're teaching in schools. Yeah. We're not going to tell you. And we've had lawsuits in you know, Madison, Wisconsin. We had a lawsuit where it was the it was the. Um, it was the rule for the, for the school board came up with that if a student comes out to you as a teacher mm-hmm. and says, I'm struggling with my gender identity, I'm a biological male, I want to start identifying as a female at school. Pronouns, change my name, presenting. The rule was 
You don't tell the parents. Mm-hmm. It's not their business. Because the That's parents awful. may not be accepting. Yeah. And, and, my, and well, they came out to you. You're mm-hmm. the safe place. Parents may not be safe. Yeah, so, not safe. So they're coming out to you. So, so teacher, don't tell the parents. Not only that. Yeah, that happened in Florida, too. Yeah. Oh, it's happened all over the all place. All over, yeah. But not only that, in this Madison case, it was if the parents ask, hey, you know, my son's having some problems. We're talking through yeah. some stuff. Have you heard anything? Have they mentioned anything at school? The policy was to lie to the parents. Wow. Lie to them. That that a school board thought that was great a great idea. So parental rights are the next thing. And I don't know if y'all heard about this. In Virginia, a legislator uh, proposed legislation that would um, create uh, misdemeanor and felony child abuse if you do not go along with your child's your kid, your child's gender transition desires dreams it's super vague or sexual orientation issues so if you as a parent go hey 10 year old girl i don't think a double mastectomy and puberty blockers is a great idea maybe let's you know whatever if virginia if this passed this isn't law but if this is the second time this particular virginia legislator passed it they would say that that is child abuse misdemeanor and felony yeah and again if you think that's just one thing that that's that's coming yeah it's like canada yeah, right. Which already exists in Canada. It exists in Europe. England, yeah, yeah. It it's there. So again, it, it's easy for us to go. Oh, that's that's yeah. Canada. They're crazy up there. No, it's 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 well, coming. It's an evil agenda. It, it's a spiritual battle. We recognize that, and but we it have to engage out in different ways. We have to engage, and one of the ways it fleshes out is legally. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the ways. It's yeah. not the only way, but it's one of the ways that it fleshes out, and it's sort of like. Um, you know, when something becomes law, that's sort of a tipping point for a society. Mm-hmm. Once it's put in law, there's really it's hard to go back. Yeah. Now, abortion, to some degree, we've went back. I mean, it didn't. You know, we didn't outlaw abortion in the country. Okay, that's not what this uh, Obergefell case did. The yeah. Uh, Dobbs. Not, Dobbs, yes. not yep. Obergefell. It yep. didn't. It didn't outlaw abortion. Even though that's what a lot of the mainstream that's media what would they have say. liked you to say yeah, you know, oh yeah. you had a miscarriage you're going to go to jail yeah. you know, it's unbelievable it's uh, ridiculous but, but it does once you normalize a behavior and then legalize a behavior you're sort of past it, it it's yeah. sort of like with the Obergefell and gay marriage it, you know that's not going back I mean it took 50 years yeah. to make to get this Supreme Court on abortion. Yeah. Legality people, for the culture, legality is morality. It is. Most people oh, say so if, good. I'm if, write that down. if it's that's legal, perfect. that's uh that's not a Harrison quote. I picked it up from somewhere. But uh-huh. legal but basically the culture, you know, does law impact culture? Does culture impact the law? The answer is yes. It's both. But but if people you can look at any issue, gambling, any. marijuana, uh, same sex marriage, no, abortion. And if you say this is legal, most mm-hmm. people will go, then it must be moral. Well, it removes the deterrent. Right. Well, all laws are moral. That's, I hate mm. when people... You can't legislate morality. You can't legislate you morality. I'm like, what do you think a law is? Everything is. A law yeah. is determining this is moral or this is immoral. It's but, a moral statement. But I wanted to hit this nuts. point. It took 50 years to see um, abortion, to see that yeah. uh, you know overturned. 50 years. And you think of all the work, the protests, the marching, the praying, the giving, the preaching... Everything that went on, sidewalk counselors, it took 50 years. And it's a, mirac- it, it's a miracle that it even got it's passed. It's still a miracle. I, I'm still pinching myself that uh, it's like, it's, un- it's unreal. God had a lot of grace on us by giving us You have not stops. seen one nth of that 
when it came to, comes to marriage, no. biblical marriage. Not even close. Not We're one. not even it's, starting. It's done. Yeah. That's not going back. Because people... The, and, yeah, the culture the culture is, is more full throttle on that issue yeah. than they were abortion Abortion's by a long shot. Abortion's been the only issue I've seen where the church just really stayed at, in my lifetime, yeah. where the church really stayed after it. So that will, that will be my generations, and I mean y'all's generations yeah. too, and younger. That'll, that's the next... That's the next thing. That's the next life battle is. And I, t- I asked the attorney, uh, an attorney of this at ADF the other day, I said, you know, the Obergefell issue, the marriage issue, just even culturally, yeah. are we 49 years away from any kind of change? And his opinion was most likely. Yeah. It'll take another 49 years of us saying, here's what marriage yeah. is. But that's here's not why even mar- not, not we're against gay marriage, but here's yeah. what marriage is. Here's what we're for. Here's that's why. That's not marriage. Right. But that's not even happening. No. There is no, no. day. There is no march well, pastors on Washington. Don't, pastors don't want to talk about no, it. No, that's not even happening. That's another. That's we could spend point. a whole other show about. There are no organizations yes, sprouting up no. to defend life or to defend marriage. There is no set day when we show up in D.C. like like a march for life they're, right. they're, that's not happening and 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 not only is that not happening but the the communications from the other side i mean we talk about all the time when i talk to pastors like pastors you need to help your people understand what is biblical sexuality yeah. and why does it matter what is biblical marriage and why does it matter because guess what if you're not talking about it from the pulpit and in your small groups and in yeah. the your people are not nope, getting it. That you think they know, but your they don't. Gen Z and younger is getting yeah. bombarded Absolutely. with. You can pick your gender from TikTok, YouTube, Netflix, yeah. Google, everywhere. Yeah. So if you're not talking about it, they're not getting. It. And yeah. guess what? Gen Z has no conviction generally Absolutely on sexuality not. or marriage. Right, Gotta take our final break. We'll be right back. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Scale your business with a dedicated team of experts. A marketing vendor focuses on profit. A marketing partner focuses on your business. With Dot Edison, there is no more taking, only serving. Feel great about your marketing with Dot Edison. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Gary Chapman, author of The Five Love Languages, and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. And our final few moments together with Harrison Smith. Harrison, i got to say, you're one of the uh, few rare that we have had on for the full two hours of the show. You're in some elite company. Wow. I'll take it. But, uh, I, yeah. It's been good. If it's, you missed been a blessing. all of this conversation, 
Find it at the podcast here in just a little while. It'll be up this evening, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Harrison, final words on how people can uh, catch up with ADF. Yeah, well, I appreciate you having me on. This is You, you play a critical role in helping people understand the issues and uh, we're also thankful for Alcap because there's that's again talking about two sides of a, the same coin. Right. We, we need the legislative side. We need y'all to pass good laws and stop bad laws because if bad laws get passed, yeah. now we're having to defend and ADF have to step in and spend a lot of money on lawsuits like we're having in Colorado. So we need you. We need you, citizens of Alabama, to engage, to pay attention about the issues, and Alcap is a wonderful way to do that. Um, total un- shameless plug you guys are incredible love the work you do we Thank need you. you out there so support alcap as much as you can because uh, if they fail we got to come spend a lot of donor yeah. money in alabama yeah. and there's 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 fiercer battles that we need to be fighting in other places so we're so thankful for for having me on and and for the work that you do here uh if you're a church in ministry we discussed religious liberty issues we want to help you there's very, very tangible ways that we can help. Uh, if you're a church, it's the adfchurchalliance.org. And if you're a ministry, that's a school, rescue mission, university, res- uh, you know, if you're a 501c3 nonprofit Christian ministry, we can tangibly help you. That's adfministryalliance.org. Look, it's, it's what they do it for, folks. It's pennies on the it's, dollar. It, it's it's uh, tenths of pennies on the dollar. Yeah. I mean, two to five hundred dollars. I'm just giving a wide range for the average church in Alabama. It's going to cost you two, four, five hundred dollars for the whole for year. Unlimited legal support on these First Amendment kind of issues yep. for the year. You yep. cannot. It is a no-brainer. ADFChurchAlliance.org or ADFMinistryAlliance.org. We're here. To I serve. can't stress enough how much you need to take advantage of this. Any church, please get there. Please do it. And if you're um, and if you're a supporter of Alliance Spending Freedom, you make that possible. So yeah, thank you right. for your giving. Um, God has provided through you. So thank you so much for your generosity. We wouldn't be able to do yeah. we we don't exist without you. So Harrison, I appreciate it. We may wind up sitting here and talking about another hour after we go <laughs> off the air. We've got so much to talk about. I'm game. There's so, a lot uh, going on. We're not done yet. Uh, we're not done talking, but we're done talking on the air. Thank you for being with us. If you missed any or all of this, and you're just jumping in, and you go, hey, that sounds interesting. Head back and find the podcast just a little bit later. We'll be back tomorrow, 5 o'clock, same place, same time, same station. Join us, Priority Talk Live, WXJC Radio. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Harrison. Thank you, guys. We'll uh, talk to you, the rest of you, the listeners, tomorrow.